I'm Zack Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. And welcome back to another YouTube podcast. The one-stop shop for anything and everything related to YouTube. The only show that recommends you watch Pussy Cures My Stepson's Autism Part 1. And Part 2. It's only 10 minutes, Part 1. How long Part 2, you know? Actually, I'm going to have to say that I don't recommend (laughs) Pussy Cures Your Stepson's Autism. (laughs) It's not scientifically proven yet the science is still out on that one Uh, and not only that but it's not even that entertaining or visually interesting you get a couple of chuckles and uh and then not a whole lot happens is it it a fault of the filmmaking and the directing or is it a fault of the acting would you say i would say it's a fault of the filmmaking and the directing and the writing the writing (laughs) is very weak not much In the screenplay, unfortunately. The acting was pretty solid, though. That's good. That's good. Some key performances, if you will. Um, Yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, did it cure the autism? Ah, it was weird because, like, it kind of cures it in part one, but then part two you find out, mm, didn't really cure it. (laughs) Damn. Didn't really cure it, yeah. That's what makes a good sequel, though, is to change up the status quo, you know, follow up the story. Yeah. Not just make the first film all over again. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Anyways. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Um, we also can't cure your stepson's autism. Um, but hopefully <laughs> the performances <laughs> and the uh, the writing here are just as epic. Welcome to episode 50 of the podcast, man. This is episode 50? Episode 50, and you just started it with a porn joke. How does that make you feel? Wow. I'd like to thank my mom, if you're listening to this. Shout out to wonderful woman, birthed me into the universe. Um, I also want to thank our good man, Roberto Blake. He's been Absolutely. with us since the hard times. And then finally, you know who I want to thank finally? Who? The Nintendo Wii U for always being there when I least expect it. I'll be looking around and be like, oh God, the Wii U. Uh, yeah, but, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's reliable. It's, um, he's reliable. It's, it's holding my desk up currently. <laughs> really? No, I wish. It would break at that point. I don't think it could support <laughs> the weight of the desk. Unless it's one of those cheap plastic ones. Damn. The Wii U is the cheap plastic one. Oh, okay. You yeah. got anybody you'd like to thank, Zachary? For the yeah, 50th episode I wanna... of the podcast. I want to I want to give a shout out to obviously the homies that be listening to the podcast. Thanks, bro. You know, got to appreciate you guys. I want to give a shout out to Danny DeVito. Okay. For, you know, being there every day of the, of the week, all Damn. all the time. Damn. And uh shout out to to Smuckers for their their uh, Uncrustables. <laughs> could go for an uncrustable honestly you gotta gotta shout out them i will be eating one of them later since i mentioned last time i have yet to eat any of the pb and j's in my fridge (laughs) recording this right after the last one so zach has not had time to indulge in the pb and j's yes so i gotta say i am i am hyped for that but seriously 50 episodes that's kind of a huge milestone um I know the last couple was with 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 the different format and all, but like, no, the fact that we've managed to do fifty of these is incredible. And uh, I of course want to thank all you guys listening to this at home, but also like, shout out to us for actually doing fifty of these. I mean, it's right? a lot of work. You know, you got to show up, you got to record, 
You got to try to add a little bit of value and humor. And that's hard to do, even with as many breaks as we've gone on. You know, it's hard to be this consistently epic. I, like, <laughs> I agree. I feel like we've done that. So shout out if to If there's guys. anything we do, it's be consistently epic. Yeah. Not consistent uploads, but consistently epic. <laughs> I agree. Hype. Well, enough showboating. What the fuck are we actually talking about today? <laughs> We're going to be talking about our creative projects. And you may be wondering, which creative projects? The answer is yes. All, All of them. Of them. All <laughs> Every of them. single creative project we've ever done, if we can remember them. The second thought that might be occurring in your head is like, oh, another four-hour episode? No. No, I don't have time for four hours. No. We're not doing four hours. No. So let's I know you're get thinking about it. Get it out of your head. No, we're not let's, doing it. Let's let's get it started. Yeah. But before that. <laughs> before that, I, I already have it up. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to our sponsor. Wow. Which is Awesome Creator Academy with the YouTube starter kit. It's like the Uncrustables of YouTube, guys. You if you're it. having a problem and be. <laughs> how, how is it like the Uncrustables of YouTube? Just because yeah. it's a lot of value. Uh-huh. It's a thing that's kind of in high demand, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a thing where you never get tired of it. Like, I never get tired of reading about how for only $99, you get over $1,500 of value in dozens of downloads from templates for advanced YouTube thumbnails, channel artwork, and cards, slower thirds, royalty-free background music, fonts, and more. I like that part a lot. I I have to agree. I have yeah. to agree. If, if you're currently at, stuck at home because of COVID-19, and you're like, what the hell do I do? Well, you can check out the link in the description or the show notes and get the YouTube starter kit so you can support another YouTube podcast. It'd be real helpful to you boys. Plus, it's a good product, too. I it's ironically support Roberto and the boys over there. Absolutely. Uh, if I didn't believe it, I wouldn't talk about it, you know? 100%. And, of course, if you don't have $100, but you still want to support the product, the podcast, mm-hmm. the podcast, you can mm-hmm. uh, become a supporter of us on Anchor at anchor.fm slash another-youtube-podcast. You can decide to support us financially at $1, $5, or $10 a month, and we'll read your name on the podcast. We want to we want to continue to do this as long as humanly possible, and we're, we're going to continue to do it as long as humanly possible, but <laughs> financial support helps. It helps keep us just a little bit more consistent. Right. We're like a, a villager in Animal Crossing, where we, you know, we can build out the island by ourselves, but... A little bit more bells in, in your pocket don't don't hurt, right? It, it really do help. I'm gonna have to line. agree. So if you want to be Tom Nook, <laughs> please Bruh. hit up the link and check out our sponsor again. Thank you to those people and uh, yeah, hype. Yeah, it was a great. That was a great ad read, Zach. I've been consistently impressed with Me how too. good our ad reads have gotten over the years. Me 50 too. episodes. Ho- hopefully for 50 more, dude. 50 <laughs> more. <laughs> so with that being said, before we got into making eight-minute intros to podcasts about YouTube, what mm-hmm. did what did you start doing 
Mm-hmm. What was your what was your first creative project? Do you do you even remember what your first creative project is? Does being born count? Because that's kind of creative project. You know, you kind of you get the sperm and the egg cell together, and they kind of like kind of like a Picasso painting. They really do come together. And uh, I was born, and of course, had a couple of flaws here and there. Uh, the nose, like a Picasso and, painting. Yeah, the nose isn't exactly on point, <laughs> and you know, I wish. I'd come out feeling a little bit more ripped, but honestly, given given the circumstances, I say I'm a solid like seven out of ten creative project. And then from there, uh, it kind of you know kind of went all over the place. Preschool was pretty wild, and I think I made some macaroni art at one point. Okay, um, okay. Like first or second grade, you know that thing where like we I, I did the thing where like I put my hand in paint and then put it on like a, a little slab or whatever, and then wrote my name on it. Okay. And so my mom has that as a coaster to this very day, like an old hand <laughs> from like 2003 or some shit, 2005. I don't know when. Um, and then several years after that, probably the actual first creative thing for, for going ahead on that would probably be the videos I made on my uh, flip camera. That, oh, okay. little, that little sort of HD quote, not HD little camcorder <laughs> that was called the flip. Because on the side of it, you could flip up a little USB stick and plug it into your computer right away. And uh, it didn't really have any major recording limits. You could just press the button and go. Video and audio wasn't all that great. But hey, it was cheap and it was popular at the time. And so uh, we ended up getting one of those for one year. And then I just kind of like made a lot of different like little skits. One of which, the only one that I really remember just because of how absurd it was was a uh, Dr. Phil parody called Dr. Aiden. Okay. Probably being like nine or 10 would have a a fake Dr. Phil like accent, but it would be me. (laughs) It's Dr. Aiden. And then sometimes Ethan would be in there. He would do other characters as well. So it was wild. The great thing about like Having, having a brother close to your age is that anytime I did something, typically Ethan was always involved in it in one form right. or another. So if I needed an actor, Ethan was there. If I needed to do commentary on like the next project, which was like Dazzle Let's Plays, captured on, on a fucking Dazzle that cost like $80 and I could really only like capture fucking composite video. It was that bad. There you go. Uh, Ethan was doing commentary. Uh, like anything I needed Ethan for. He was there for most of that. But those are probably the early days. I'm sure my parents had like a VHS camera they recorded some shit on. But I haven't seen those tapes in years. Uh, But I don't know. I just remember being a little kid and being all like energetic and really liking to be in front of a camera. And uh, when I wasn't doing that right around middle school in that time, I would just be entertaining homies. Coming up with skits on the bus and then like doing them. And didn't fucking break, like, during snack time or whatever. So, yeah. I'd say those were the early days of That's shit. That's epic. Before YouTube. Right, right, right. Of all of that, all of that was before YouTube. And I have a few more, but that's getting into kind of teenager Aiden. So I want to I wanna pass the question off to you. What were Child Zach's first creative projects? So, prepubescent Zachary. Mm-hmm. Um, was also a very creative individual. I was I was very creative and very intellectual. I like to read. I like to create things. And so like an ele- like as as young as like 4K, I remember like doing a bunch of puzzles 
and going on the computer and making like it wasn't Photoshop, but there were I had like gift card programs. Like my dad would buy these like programs for no reason. He just <laughs> liked having like these creative type programs and I would use them for like making gift cards. And so for a very long time I would just like make Mother's Day cards and birthday cards and um all that kind of shit for, for everybody in the family. And then uh like even in even in like four K and like 5k i would be in the class on their computer like making something on there so it was always very creative in that in that sense um but Were i like you making draw. like movies images I, it was always like images at that time i never okay. i didn't get into like video until high school ah okay um, skipping ahead a little bit yeah yeah so it was it was a lot of images for the longest time um I did a lot of drawing growing up, including like art class in elementary school. Like I was one of the one of the few art nerds that that liked doing that a lot. I did like extra projects for school and all that kind of stuff. Um, I even talked to my old elementary art school teacher not too long ago. It was kind of cool. Wow. Uh, she congratulated me on my graduation from high school. So that was pretty awesome. <laughs> But then it was like, I also got a little bit into audio. So it was, well, when was it? I got like my first like MP3 player, I think in like sixth grade. And so I would like record little type, little podcast type comedy things on okay. there. Like way before we even got in here and started doing like actual podcasts and videos and stuff. And so I had a little character <laughs> that I did a couple of time of things for that was really stupid. And I'm kind of embarrassed to even say this, but it was uh, Mr. Tofungus Jr. Oh, <laughs> and uh, it was just just dumb, dumb humor. Sounds wonderful. Dumb, did he have an dumb accent? stupid things. Oh, uh, I he probably did. He okay, probably you can't did. remember it, though. I can't remember exactly what the accent was, but he probably did. Yeah, unfortunately. But I would record like these little interviews with my siblings because I have like five younger siblings. But like my my sister and my brother that were closest to me, I would like record little interviews with them sometimes. Um, I even had like like little jokes that I would come up with because you actually did the Aiden on Anchor recently where you talked about uh what was it like night tv show late night tv late night tv type things and um like for the longest time i thought it'd be really dope to be like a late night tv show host it's really cool so i kind of was inspired by some of that stuff too and did a little bit of that on the just for fun just as a little little dumb kid i know a lot of kids do this and i kind of remember me doing this but did you ever like I know a lot of kids like usually write their own stories, but did you ever take it up to like the next level of like doing comic book type shit with like shitty drawings from like one page to another? <laughs> I did a story like that. I didn't do full on comic books, but I did do like some some stupid comic strips okay. in in middle school with my friend Donovan, who's in the Discord. Uh, we we used to do a little uh, comic series called Al Comics. And the whole the whole punchline would be here's a dude and he gets hurt in some way. LOL, isn't that funny? <laughs> um, 
and and some of them were like video game related and whatever once i started getting into video games a good bit but uh yeah i, I did like one page comic strips i liked reading the sunday comics Garfield so I, slaps, dude. Garfield, Family Circus, like fucking all those different like comic strips. I would read those all the time. So I drew a lot of those growing up. Um, and then, and then I would eventually get into music. Like once I started getting into fifth grade or fourth grade, I was able to get into chorus. And then I did like recorder shit in fifth grade, and I went hard in the paint with that um like got all the fucking songs before everybody else did and got all these like karate belts or something for it uh before i like started joining the band in middle school and then going crazy with all of that but that's everything leading up to middle school for the most part i get you so we both kind of had a little bit of like that uh sort of creative past. I know a, a lot of kids do, to be fair. Um, I think childhood, like, in general, is a pretty, like, raw, creative time where, like, any idea is available, anything mm-hmm. is explorable. And as long as you had the tools in front of you, you could just spend hours trying to figure that shit out and, like, spend a whole day on, like, writing your own story or, like, filming little things with the flip camera or whatever. And I'm Definitely. sure that's even more true now. Like, some kids literally just have an iPhone, right? They could probably be filming all sorts of videos, like, as a kid and could just have those uh, Mm -hmm. for forever. Um, I kind of wish I still had a lot of those, like, old VHS tape stuff, and those flip camera videos are long gone since then. Part of that's a good thing, but it's like... (laughs) Right. Man, I'd kind of like to see some of that, uh, and seeing where a lot of my, my influences were from and, like... Was any of it actually funny? Probably not, but I'm sure some of it might have been. For sure. I'm sure some of it might have been. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy because I, like, I, I've definitely always been a, a curious person. And so, like I said, like, I did a lot of reading and I did a lot of writing. I wrote a lot of stories and stuff, too. So it was, but the, the creativity, I think, was always, like, I, I got really bored in class, so what would I do? I'd draw or write or do something, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Something to keep your mind off things. Exactly. Fair enough. Uh, I guess now we can get into sort of the, the more teenage chapter of things. Kind of yeah. a little bit less of an idiot, but still very much actual idiots. An so, idiot, yeah. Um, did a lot of different things. Uh, I guess the main two outside of youtube stuff is uh the main things i did was up first was a was a site called animasher and i've mentioned this before uh in other episodes but for anybody who doesn't know what it was it was basically a flash animation site that had a little like program in there where uh you could put in images sound clips whatever and then anytime you move the images on a canvas it would record like a couple of seconds and so like all of a sudden freaking animation something that's like impossible to do well here you can do in like this cute like little easy to understand program um and you could even divide it up into scenes have scenes be however long you need uh, add different backgrounds and stuff and you could just make like all sorts of little stories um out of that i think the first one i did do you remember like uh a lot of those like flash luigi's mansion parodies on youtube 
and like uh, Newgrounds and stuff. Yeah, I think so. I was on Newgrounds a lot in middle school too. So like I tried doing one of those for my first video where I'd okay. basically have like Luigi like go through parts of the mansion and encounter stupid stuff uh, and things that would like flip him out or whatever. And uh, as I continued, I tried a lot of other weird ass things, some like short term story stuff. Uh, but my biggest actual series on there, and I think what got me well known, was uh, the fucking. You've heard of a uh, Total Drama Island before, right? Like, I have. Yeah. This is basically it's the Survivor version for like kids, but it was animated, and then you could actually like go on the website and like vote people off or whatever type shit. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know that. Uh, the later, like the very end, uh, they would have a, a set list of things. Um, but I decided, yo. What if I were to do this, but instead have a bunch of Animasher users be a part of it? So, like, everybody had, like, an OC or no character. Uh, I'd ask if anybody wanted to join. And then week to week, I would make, like, little episodes. And I'd have a challenge. And I'd DM all the people, like, all right, here's the challenge. Give me your best answer. And I'd also DM them who they wanted to vote off. And then as the show went along, uh, it got more and more popular. I got more and more people, like watching some of it. Um, I actually made it to the, the finale of the entire show before the site shut down. I was like a week away from finishing really? the finale of the whole thing. I had a whole season of uh, all of those played out. And in fact, it is the only surviving relic from that entire period. Uh, because, uh-oh, turns out the site was really only funded by one motherfucker in Norway. It turns yeah. out homie didn't really have the money to keep it going. And Makes it didn't sense. have ads or anything. So it was just like, uh, by the way, New Year's of like 2014 or 2012 or whatever. I don't remember what year. Uh, we're going to shut the site down and all the animations. And they left like a basic guide on how to record those with like hypercam or whatever. And, <laughs> and keep in mind, like I'm still a basic idiot. Like I don't know anything about any of this YouTube stuff. Right. But I figured, oh, okay. I might as well figure this out. So... <laughs> I recorded that first season uh, of Total Drama uh, Animasher or whatever. I recorded the whole first season. But I also recorded the audio coming off my computer as well. Oh, no. So you just hear, like, me breathing and, like, talking to my dad as it's recorded. But that's the only surviving footage of it. And I have yet to find any of my other ones available. All the rest of them are lost to time. That's Uh, crazy. And then they're just all gone. And I have like a couple of those left and a couple of memories of the type of shit that I made. I made music videos from uh, 2010 songs. <laughs> like oh. Fucking, like uh, Dynamite. I remember making one for that. Uh, grenade. I did one for Grenade as well. Do you still have had... these? No, those are all gone. Oh, I man. never recorded any of them. I even, <laughs> I even, and this might still be around. I even had a, a dog OC. Oh. From this, because I didn't know how to draw, so I just asked a homie to draw for me, and I think, <laughs> I think it might be around. Hold on, Aiden Furry confirmed. It was like a purple dog with the sword. He was kind of epic. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. Damn, I don't know if I have it anymore. I could, I could show you the video, but I'm not gonna put it in here because I don't want people to see it. But uh, Fair yeah, enough. needless to say. None of those were good. I didn't even really have a microphone at the time, so I had to put, like, little speech bubbles in front of everybody for their dialogue and shit. Oh, I'm sure. And uh, 
I think they had a limit of how long they could be as well. So like the limit was like 30 minutes if you maxed out all the scenes, but you only had a limit of 10 scenes as well. Just some wild ass arbitrary fucking <laughs> shit like that. Uh, but then when it was gone, I'm like, shit, what am I going to do now? A lot of them moved on to DeviantArt because they were like actually artistic and knew how to draw or whatever. And I That makes didn't. sense. I just picked random images off the fucking internet and added it in there. Uh, then after that, I discovered a different site uh, called Sploder, which was a game making site. And then I just kind of like fit into that community for a while. I would make like yeah. little, little flash games. My two biggest was a, a Zelda game and a Ninja Gaiden game. Uh, and I want to actually do back to the video games on those games eventually while they're still publicly available. Yeah, that'd be um, cool. I was part of the forums and then I even, and this is kind of like transitioning now into, into YouTube aid. I even had a YouTube show for the, for the site just called the Sploder show where I'd sit in front of a couch, talk about news, review games, interview homies. And it would come out like once a day. And I did like shit, 19, 19 of those fucking episodes. It's crazy. Most of them back to back. You don't have all 19 of them still up. Do you No, that whole channel is gone. But I kept yeah. backups of all of them, so I still have them okay. on my own. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to let those go. Right. So, <laughs> they're all on my hard drive, basically. Uh, but yeah, that's like how I learned a lot of editing. Uh, that was when I got onto Camtasia. That's how I learned about voiceover audio. That's how I actually figured out how to get rid of the stupid Hypercam watermark. <laughs> uh, it turns out, just don't use Hypercam. Wow. Um, that's how I figured out like tech stuff, so I'd go to cooltext.com and like generate text in some weird and wacky fonts because I wasn't about to learn it. Like, who do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> I bought my uh, Yeti mic, the one I, I had for years and years to come, the first one. Because yeah. uh, then it broke and then I bought another one. But then I just Move. started doing all that shit. Um, and that kind of like transitions into a bit of the actual YouTube stuff as well. When I wasn't doing Splutter Show, I was doing some basic game reviews. I was doing some Dazzle Let's Plays. I later got like a Hophog HD capture card, and it was also shitty. It only really did like component HDMI. I recorded some things with Ethan, and then, uh, like I mentioned earlier, the last big thing before like Blue Catch Productions kind of was a thing was the Duper Brothers, which was a group Let's Play channel with me, Ethan, and two high school friends, both named Austin. Uh, and we just have a, a Let's Play channel kind of similar to LHG, and very similar to LHG. It didn't go well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's and fair the whole, and the whole thing kind of burned to the ground after like two months so Damn. it did not go far at all but that kind of bit the bug of like let's play stuff uh that's how i learned vegas editing from one of the austins um how to capture gameplay i eventually got my elgato through that and so it was just a lot of like gradual let's move on to animaster and do animations oh that shut down let's move on to Sploder to do flash games oh flash is shutting down oh, let's go ahead and put some fucking random-ass game reviews on there because I've done the Sploder show. Oh, that didn't work. Hey, let's do a Let's Play channel with two high school friends because it's sophomore year and I ain't got nothing better to fucking do. Let's do that. <laughs> so just a bot lot of hopping around and, and projects and stuff, and all of it kind of led eventually into uh, Blue Catch Productions. But I say that's a pretty good summary of all my teenager product, uh, projects. Nice. So... What was your favorite out of all the teenager product products? Uh, none of them are good. Is the problem? <laughs> so it's like picking between a lot of garbage. I do like the variety. That's fair. At least. That's good. 
But uh, maybe like... <sighs> maybe like the Splitter show, because it's more similar to what I do now. Um, that, that's, that's fair. I think part of me in another life had Animasher actually stuck around. I might have just done like fucking web animation. Because <laughs> I really had a blast doing that. And I even tried figuring out how to do that with like paint. And then I put backgrounds and characters on paint and try to film it with Hypercam, but it was just too fucking complicated. And I wasn't about to go do all that. But like, Fair uh, enough. No, I still love that animation stuff, and I clearly follow the scene from that. Um, but that's probably where I had the most fun out of all of them, was that one. Don't. Epic. So how about you? What did you do during your, your teenage years? Well, so, like I said, I got into band. And, like, once I got in the band, like, that was pretty much my life for a long-ass time. Uh, I started playing trumpet in sixth grade, and then I decided to, like, try to teach myself how to play piano starting in seventh grade. And then I would use YouTube to, like, learn different things on piano and get music and do all this kind of stuff. Eventually, my friend Donovan gave me a GameCube, so I was able to start getting into games a little bit more. This was after I'd already kind of fucked around a little bit with some, um, what you call it, some uh, emulators. Mm-hmm. So I'd been I'd been looking a little bit at YouTube beforehand, but throughout middle school it was mostly band stuff, and then I eventually would get around into making a music YouTube channel in tenth grade. And that would that would kind of lead me into the whole YouTube atmosphere, because before before YouTube, it was like, all right, I'm going to become a band teacher and that's going to be my life. I might do some music on the side, like create my own music because I still very much wanted to create. But it was still like teaching was going to be my life. Uh, But fortunately, (laughs) I realized I didn't want to do that later on. But anyways, I I started the YouTube channel in 10th grade for music-related content where I did covers and stuff. And then uh, a little bit before that, I'd started watching. We talked about this a little bit before, but I started watching like William Johnson and uh, like Nintendo Capri Sun and some other Let's Players and some other music and comedy channels and all that kind of stuff from like 2011, 2012. And it kind of got me interested into... Well, what if I what if I did a Let's Play channel too? And so, right. the end of twenty eleven, May twenty eleven, I started the music channel. End of twenty eleven, I started the gaming channel, and then I basically just ran both of those all the way up until college. Uh, and that was, and then obviously I did some other stuff in college, right. but those were the main things in high school. Were those were those two things? I think it's interesting, like a little bit of a diversion between you and me. Where like, I very much did not start with YouTube, uh, despite the fact that like I watched it religiously from the beginning. Like once it came out, I was addicted to the platform, and I like mm-hmm. loved watching a bunch of creators and stuff. But I never really knew how to like make videos like that, and I never really tried to. And so yeah. I'd kind of hopped around from like, let's do animation stuff to let's do game stuff to finally let's do YouTube stuff, but not good YouTube stuff to let's do let's play stuff to then eventually Blue Couch Productions. Right. But you, on the other hand, were like, 
you had done a couple of things from childhood and then went, oh, YouTube, cool. <laughs> it, it's weird because I, I, I don't know. It's I never really, I can't quite remember the the thought process behind. Let me make a YouTube video. It was more along the lines of I was watching so much YouTube at the time. And I was doing things that I felt like I couldn't make videos out of. Like, I I was like, well, people are doing music-related stuff on YouTube. Like, why don't I do it? And so I just did it. And um, I it, it's, it's just crazy hearing so many people, like, kind of debate with the thought of making a YouTube channel. And it's right. I, I never had that debate. I just one day, like, started a YouTube channel and really stopped since um which is kind of cool in its own right i guess no no like i I think that's that's a great story especially like given the time that it was in without like a lot more technically challenging it was that's why i did oh for sure from a technical level i was nowhere near nor did i have any of the actual like tools to be fair To be fair, it wasn't like I did well at it. I had a really no. shitty webcam. I had a really shitty uh, mic. You know, it wasn't. We've we've talked about that before on the podcast, but it's like the production quality was about as awful as it gets. Um, you could argue that the content itself was pretty awful. My <laughs> my presence on camera was really awful. Uh, I've, I'm a completely different person compared to myself in high school, so it's it's kind of wild. But but yeah, that was that was high school me, and then things obviously do change in in college. I would say 2016, but I'll let you talk about the transition between teenage eight and two. Now. To now, I guess. <laughs> Basically. Uh, and we'll save some of the modern stuff uh, for later. I'm just going to Yeah, for sure. A little bit of earlier stuff. The last thing I remember working on before Blue Couch Productions was a thing was a, uh, a Behind the Voice Actors project. Oh, okay. Because, <laughs> again, I, I wasn't technically done hopping around. Um, but I wanted, again, to try like the total drama show idea again. But this time have me just sort of capture gameplay from Super Smash Flash and then get a bunch of voice actors to voice their lines over it, kind of creating a show. Um, Okay. And so I got somebody to do the logo. I got a lot of people involved, a lot of really talented people uh, who had no idea how incompetent I was at all this shit. We'd even formed a Skype group and stuff. And then I realized I didn't really know how to, like, animate game stuff at all. And so the first episode never came out, and I kind of just ditched it, (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately. Uh, but I still have all those lines of dialogue and I still have that first script. So if I ever do figure it out, I am going to, I am going to make that first episode, even if it's like a a thing where it's years gone. Uh, (laughs) one of my life goals now is to finish that fucking episode because I technically still have all the assets and stuff. Um, and then at that point between that not going well and like Duper Brothers not going well and me finally being out of high school and not really doing anything that much with my time. Not really knowing if I was even going to go to college. My future was kind of up in the air. That sort of, that summer of 2016 was, uh, obviously high school senior graduated that summer. Mm-hmm. Um, had nothing really to do. And that's sort of when the idea of Blue Couch Productions came into mind. 
I'm going to be a skit channel. I'm going to make some random funny stuff. And I'm just going to upload it. I'm going to give it a serious try because I had tried before with my previous channel, Mr. Mario 952. That's where all the Splitter Show stuff went and the occasional reviews. And I feel like I had grown a lot since doing those early videos. Uh, so I wanted to give it a completely new try on this new channel. And then I started with those first expert reviews. I made those and like gained a little bit of an audience through that and did some live streams. Got people from the Splitter forums because, hey, I still frequent in those forums. Got a couple of people involved then, and then, like, pretty much from there is your typical first year of Blue Couch Productions of, like, let's do Let's Plays because people like Let's Plays. Let's do live streams because, oh, that's where I get a lot of people. And, oh, those skit videos? Yeah, it uh, turns out I don't really want to do those anymore, <laughs> but instead, let's replace those with, like, some top tens or some edited stuff where I'm not on camera. Uh, and all of it kind of grew and evolved uh, from there. At this point, I had probably the C920 webcam. Yeah. And I still had the second Yeti mic. No real lights starting out, but I eventually would get some, like, cheap, maybe $25 fucking photo lights that really couldn't cover shit. Um, and I just kind of, like, got to work trying a bunch of weird shit. I was still using cool text for thumbnails. I was, like, going to the fucking Game Grump subscribe page, screenshotting that taking that top little, like, shape part of it that kind of, uh, I don't know how you would describe that, but I took the shape from it and then put a Hawaiian texture over it, and then <laughs> that was the top of every one of my thumbnails. I didn't even create that. That's from the fucking game growing. That's wild. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's um, great. Because I didn't know how to make that triangle, like, shape at the bottom and have them all even. Yeah. So, so I was just watching them, like, oh, this looks even. Print screen, go to GIMP, <laughs> cut it out. Use the shape there. Uh, and then, like, little things kind of came together, like figuring out about the mullet font from a guy who had tried to design my channel and I hated it, but I loved the font. I'm like, yo, what's that font? Picked up the font, learned a little bit more about, like, live streaming and, and video making and even got into the world of, like, DSLR stuff as well. Uh, but that kind of brings us, I guess, toward the the modern age of uh, Blue Couch Productions because I am... Not significantly younger, but a good a good bit younger, two or three years younger. I'm already kind of at the end of end of my road. While meanwhile, you still had several years in college before you even had uh, met me before on Subijin Games. Right. So there's a bit more uncovered history with you, uh, but mine's a little short around this period because we're already so close to modern day. So I'm gonna kick it back to you. Bet. Well, I actually forgot about like uh. So 2011, I had started the YouTube stuff, but 2012, I had gotten introduced to a little Let's Play forum called Four oh. Forgotten Things, baby. It was yeah. uh, um, it was just a little little group of people that wanted to. It was just a Let's Play forum. That's what it was. It was a group of Let's Players who joined together, and honestly, like it was a cool little community to be a part of. As early as I was in YouTube at the time. And I'd argue that, like, it did help me, like, as a content creator really early on. Just kind of, like, get some really constructive criticism from a couple of core people at the time. Uh, I learned a little bit about networking, community management at the time. Um, although I didn't learn I didn't learn as much about making content as I would have liked around that time. I was still putting out <laughs> a bunch of content. And uh, it was very, very helpful, I would, I would still argue, to my my creative aspirations it's like this pre-discord group 
like an early pretty much that, but like through skype and dming and websites yeah and it was forums. it was weird I, I i love the fact that we have discord now it would make something like that tremendously easier <laughs> to get set up but i mean this was at a time where it was like we had the old youtube messaging system where you could just like message youtube yep. youtube channels and so like i would go to youtube channels and message people like yo you want to join our youtube let's play cha- uh, website and i i messaged like hundreds of channels <laughs> like to try to get people to join this website um, you were a recruiter. You're a college recruiter. Yeah, basically, basically, I was I was designated <laughs> as the U.S. recruitment recruitment officer, and um, I got like a, a good couple hundred people on there, and we had a goal to get to a thousand, but it never Let's happened. Back from a search. Oh no! <laughs> Google talking to me. Google wilding. Google is wild. Anyways, I had. Um, we had a goal to get to like a thousand people, but it never happened. And the the person that owned the website didn't have enough money to keep running it. So it got downgraded and then people just started leaving and you know, you know how that kind of stuff happens. Right. Things break down super easily. Yeah. So it, it obviously changed the way that I handled my let's play content. But I uh, also at the time, like I had started a show called Nintendo, the history. And that was kind oh, of yeah. the thing that made me start the gaming channel to begin with. And it was this like produced show where I talked about Nintendo's history and I was going to edit it and record it and um, I was going to have jokes and skits and all that kind of stuff. And I I found a group of people to kind of help me produce it and we got a few episodes out and I'm still proud of those for at the time. Um, mm-hmm. But it didn't really go too far because working with a group of people on something like that is incredibly difficult when you have no budget. <laughs> And, right. and it's just like random people that you, you talk to and they're friends of yours at the time, but it's like, they don't really have. They're not really pro- producer. Right. Exactly. It's really hard to, to get people super interested in that kind of stuff. So that was a project that I continued trying to produce all the way until like 2018. It's kind of like a. A failure of mine just like this big thing that just kind of happened but it is what it is i think something that hopefully you guys are picking up on at home is that every one of these projects we've mentioned so far in a 2020 context is no longer a thing all of them are failures yeah every single one of yeah, them. yeah this is true and some of them some of them had proper endings right some of them had a closed book and some of them still have the potential to show up years later but as of recording this in 2020, literally everything we've mentioned so far has not panned out the way we intended it to. And that's kind of going to be a theme. And I want to like, we'll talk about what that means, I guess, later on. But like, just sort of as you're listening to Zach and, and me go through this, just like kind of keep that in the back of your head. Yeah. But anyway, continue. Anyways, I guess like to, to speed things up a little bit, I did Let's Plays. I did music stuff up until around 2016. I'm in college. It's like sophomore year of college. And I'm thinking, I don't know if I really want to be a music teacher anymore. I kind of want to be a content creator and do my own thing. So I decided to take the YouTube thing a little bit more seriously. And so it's literally like that November of 2016, after a couple month hiatus, I start putting out more content. I start doing more research into SEO. 
and start working on my editing more. And it was from that point onwards, I just kind of continuously started really working hard at what I was what I was doing because I don't really I never really saw it as work until like the end of 2016 and it's not that I don't enjoy it now it's not that I don't still have fun with it now but I there is still a big aspect of seeing it as work that I feel like I have to in order to make it something I I don't and I don't see that as a as a bad thing it's a most certainly the work ethic is is tied i guess to how much it improves right? mm-hmm. how much it gets better right and yeah if you want to just do one thing for fun forever you can do that one thing for, for sure. fun forever but very rarely is it going to really improve or get to the point where it needs to be unless you start putting in those extra hours and start treating it a little bit more seriously yeah not obviously to the point where you hate doing it but like exactly putting in a little bit of extra hours to be like could my thumbnail be better could i learn how to edit could i get this video seen by more people naturally that type of stuff yeah but um i'm in college so obviously i'm busy with a lot of stuff at this point with college stuff but i'm still i'm putting on a lot of let's plays i'm working into higher produced content around this time i'm trying to experiment with what i like doing on youtube what i don't like doing i start working on music like (laughs) not instrumental music because i've been doing a little bit of that for a while but like rap oh yeah yeah this started happening in like 2015 where i decided oh, yeah. i wanted to do a parody rap <laughs> and uh and in some ways it was a mistake but it, was it as epic as that thanos dark side animated rap battle? i would argue it's more epic than that personally uh, okay yeah. damn well That's you know right i did a, i did a black panther rap <laughs> you know, uh, as as a parody to to the song Panda, so that was mm-hmm. that was pretty epic. Got a couple fans from college and that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I did some did some really. I, I guess the 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 best word for it is probably cringy uh, parody rap, uh, and then eventually that would transform into comedy music right. because I thought it was funny at the time. But I don't find it funny anymore. <laughs> Who's laughing now? Yeah, uh, and, and, and I just had to do with, like, inexperience and, and the amateurish quality oh, sure. of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it is what it is. But... Absolutely. Yeah, so still doing music stuff. We're still doing YouTube stuff. Running all of this on Subijin Games, the Let's Play channel. 2016 happens. 2017 happens. Uh... 2017 happens and I meet you. I'm becoming more friends with Jay and Parker and everybody in the Discord. I'm starting to stream more. We got the Discord rolling. Uh, and I think it's at that point that Zack Snyder Productions is made. Yep. August of, of 2017. 2018? Or is it 2018? 2017? I don't remember. It's one of those years. Somewhere around there. But uh, we talked about on this podcast, so go listen to some other episodes. Yeah, Sorry. well, did, we started this podcast in 2017, didn't we? Yeah, earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's like with a lot of these modern projects, we've probably talked about them before on this. Right. This podcast. So it's like at this yeah. point, it's like modern day, modern day stuff. Zack Snyder Productions transformed into your everyday nerd at some point. Um, we we done this podcast. I done a, cra- a lot of crazy different 
projects last year, which we've talked about. Mm. Um, and now it's gone full circle and I'm doing Let's Plays again. Yep. Just as God intended. Yeah. It all loops back around to the start and Sabijin Games is reborn under Zack Snyder plays. Absolutely. Just wild. And you were talking about using an old content from Sabijin Games onto that. So that would literally be a full circle. I might. I might go back and, and edit some of that out if like I can find any of it that's actually like entertaining. <laughs> that's that's the key thing. Like I gotta find out if any of it still holds up. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if it will or not. Probably not, but you know, there's a, there's a chance. It's worth looking at, I guess. But yeah. I guess on on my end for the rest of the modern perspective of like. Blue Couch Productions continues to evolve. I meet Zach. I do the YouTube podcast. YouTube podcast leads me to like Jay and Parker. We do things like movie night, start lines on or gaming. Uh, even Game Club is now kind of an extension of that original like fucking Discord or not Discord Skype call from fucking 2017. Yeah. Like the channel has gone over so many shifts and so many thumbnail styles and so many descriptions and so many types of content and videos. Homie, just be uploading, naming all the Pokemon for an hour. One day. And that's just that's just the content you got for the day. Take it or leave it. There's all type of other shit. Monthly Battle League starts up. That gets its own channel. We do three whole seasons of that. Uh, we produce 200 fucking videos on Lions Honor Gaming, a variety of series. Most of the original ones are coming to an end at this point. Uh, we do 50 episodes of this fucking podcast. Game Club like has 10 or so recorded. Um, Monthly Battle League has like 30 videos at this point. Blue Catch Productions. Most of them are unlisted now, but they're all still available in a playlist. It's like 400, 300 yeah. videos, and then 100 like live streams or so. Uh, and obviously that slowed down. I started live streaming. Went from YouTube streaming, where I found my audience, to Twitch, to getting it affiliated on Twitch, to now like rebranding the whole thing and doing even better on Twitch, to doing my own podcast, Aiden on Anchor, which also... Also, we'll probably get this shit. It'll probably have episode 50 come out at around the time this episode 50 comes That's out. wild. That's still There's tough. almost as many episodes of Aiden on Anchor as there are um, YouTube podcasts. In fact, it's literally about the same because this one has the extra sodes, the three extra extra sodes, yeah. and I have the, the Zach, Jay, and Parker episodes. That's crazy. Well. That's still... So it's literally about the same. And that started in 2017. Aiden on Anchor was a 2017 project of all things. Yeah. And then that gradually morphed and changed and, and all this other sort of wacky shit. And now we know way, way more people like Cowfro and Marjack and Donovan and Butter and Danku and all sorts of other people, even outside of our own small YouTube circles. And uh, to this day, we're doing a lot of the same things that we were doing in 2017. We're both yeah. still trying to do our own YouTube channels and podcasts. I got the come but up at the same time, the personal oh, channel. Oh yeah, the come up too. Personal channel, all that sort of shit. Uh, at the same time, though, we're doing a lot of new shit that we weren't doing in 2017 or literally couldn't do. This is true. In 2017. Uh, we're certainly doing a lot more, I think, in the past three years, uh, 2017 to now, than the past 10 or so years combined. Oh, absolutely. Like, just like we have had a magnitude way more growth in these past three than 10, which makes it feel like these three years feel like 10 years. They do. They absolutely do. But I can, I can most certainly tell you it's not. We are simply doing a lot 
every day, every night related to content in some form or another. And the best part is every single thing we do now, even if it's bad, it's still better than everything we did in the did before. before. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> you know how heartbroken I would have been if the Sploder Show was my peak? You know how heartbroken I would have been if everybody just knew me from the Sploder Show and all these videos had like a million views and they were awful? God. I'm glad people had well, Sometimes I'd be feeling like I peaked more. in high school and then I like really think about like everything I really have done in the last like seven years and it's like no. It the shit out of high school's eye. Like no. Obliterates it. Yeah. Not even a fucking contest. This Harry Potter video I legitimately could not have done three years ago. Absolutely. Could not have happened. Absolutely. It would not have been as good as it was had I not gone through the steps that I've gone to from those three years. And honestly, in that period of time, we've done this podcast. We've cataloged that journey for you all to hear. Mm-hmm. You've heard our ups. You've heard our downs. And it's almost cool that this is the 50th episode because not only... Is it a recap of our lives? It's almost a bit of a recap of this podcast as well. Yeah. Like all the things we've talked about on here and, and mentioned before. That was totally intentional. Yeah, it was all planned. I promise you. We all of this it. Podcast. Absolutely. That's never changed. We never stopped <laughs> not planning this podcast. A hundred percent. But no, it's. I, I think it's been really cool to... To see not only like the changes that I've gone through over the last three years, but the changes you've also gone through over the past mm-hmm. three years. Uh, it's it's crazy. It's it's absolutely insane how much has changed over the past three years, both in our creative lives and our personal lives. Oh yeah, we didn't because you. <laughs> that's a whole other two podcast episodes. I, exactly. <laughs> About personal stuff alone. Exactly. We don't even have time to get into. I'd recommend if you hadn't, Zach, going back to some of those early YouTube podcast episodes, specifically the Your Week on YouTube stuff, you don't have to listen to the top. Yeah. But to, like, go back and listen to some of the shit we were talking about, in many ways, parts of it are the same, but also, like, it's kind of a fun thing to do, hindsight 2020, and knowing, like, how different (laughs) it ended up being. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's interesting. I I need to do that, yeah. Well, because sometimes Especially it's now that we're at 50. sometimes it's hard to remember like where you've come from, mm-hmm. and we've been so focused on like documenting the journey over the past couple yeah, of years that maybe it is time to like start going back and and taking a look at that journey because that's why we document it, right? Not only for other people but for yourself. You want to see. I'm mainly documenting like for myself at this point. I'm now on a witch hunt to burn everything that I've ever done. Right. That's not Blue Hot, Blue Catch Productions related. Right. <laughs> I feel that. But I like having it for me, though. Oh, definitely. It's very nice. And I and I, I haven't gotten embarrassed in any of the YouTube podcast episodes. So all those have stayed up, thankfully. That's good. Well, I, I think that the difference between everything I've done in the past couple of years compared to everything I did, like middle school and high school is self-awareness yeah like i can do something fucking stupid now but be aware that it's stupid and it's funny it's kind of weird how that happens (laughs) you kind of like immediately bounce back and whatever serious stuff you want right but it's also wild too like 
thinking about how he just listed all that and talked about all that, but that really, in the grand scheme of things, is only a period of less than 20 years or so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, we're 20 now, and so we've listed everything in the past hour of our creative projects from, like, three years old to now, basically. Um, Right. And that's still not even covering a fourth of potentially what could be a, a long life of creative works, some of which... Might have to do with YouTube. Others, you know, won't. Like, <laughs> who knows? Enough. You know, I've been known to adapt. I've been known to change platforms. I've been known to, like, take wild-ass steps and try shit I've never done before. Uh, what's to say in the next 10 or so years I don't just fucking quit YouTube and start making weird-ass stop-motion films or some shit? Like, who knows? Looks like a lot of fun. I've never done it before, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, what's really cool about this is how many different things I have already done and how many different things I still want to do. Like, there are a ton of different kinds of projects. I still want to make not only a short film, but an actual, like, feature-length film one day. I still want to write a book. I still, like, want to act in a movie. I still, like, there's still a lot of different things I want to do creatively, and to see the things that I've done now without really any money or direction, even there's to, to know a little bit more of how to do actual things. (laughs) It's a little, it's going to be a lot easier to, to go out and do more wild and crazy projects. And that's kind of cool. Heads up. We're about to do some wild and stuff, which is why I'm doing a let's play channel in 2020, 2020 baby. All loops back together. It <laughs> all loops back together. And again, to kind of bring up that point that I brought up earlier on of like, notice how none of these projects have like necessarily been a complete success. What's to say that like the next 10 years or so are just a bunch of projects that aren't a complete success. But you know what? That's fine. Yeah, for sure. Because it's going to lead even bigger and better shit, probably. I think so. If the past 20 years is anything to go by this stage of content in the next 10 years or so are going to totally be outclassed by the shit we'd be doing in our 40s. Exactly. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that because I want to know what a better version of what I'm doing is now. <laughs> yeah, I'm high for the uh, the penis-related song that I write when I'm 42 compared to the Epic. penis-related song I wrote when I was 23. 23. Will there be improvements? Who knows? Who knows? I feel like by the time you're 43, you'll have mastered that that pure boomer humor. Absolutely. It might actually be funnier. You might be onto something. You know, Old Zach might be funnier. I'm just saying. In fact, <laughs> statistically, it's very likely that he will be. So, there you go. We'll see. We'll see. The data is anything to go we'll off. We'll see what happens. That's what we have planned. <laughs> like, I guess for the, for the people at home, like, what do you... What do you think your main takeaways are and like where do the bits of value for people who just sat through our hour long story of our <laughs> life but are kind of looking for like, okay, that's cool, but where are the actual advice? In I think one one thing that's always shocked me is that I always forget about a lot of these things in my day to day and I'm sure like a lot of creators and even like people that don't create things that often forget about the things that they create on a regular basis or do in the past. And so when you're feeling down in the dumps, when you're having a problem with motivation or progress or anything, I think it can be very helpful to take a step back and look 
look back at your past and see everything you have accomplished, everything you have done, and say, yo, like I have done something at this point in life. I'm not a complete failure. It's okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just kind of remind yourself of the of the progress and of the journey. Because we talk about like how a lot of what we do is a is work in progress, is a journey, is a process. And how things are constantly changing, adapting, and evolving. And like a good way to to really see that visually is to kind of look back at what the past couple of years of the stuff you've been doing and kind of look back and be like, wow, look what has changed. Look what has gotten better. Because it can feel like you're just kind of posting things day to day and kind of getting lost in the menagerie and the details. Mm-hmm. But when you look back at the legacy of shit you've made, you're like, oh, okay, this actually is producing results, producing content that I'm proud of, and I'm like seeing a tangible growth there. Especially with YouTube, man, because it is so much yeah. like, oh, got to get the next thing out, got to do the next upload. It's it's very, it's very time consuming and it's very stressful at times even if you're just doing it as a hobby. So taking a step back and looking at your past, it can be helpful, I think. Mm-hmm. I think another another main thing is like, it's like we've mentioned earlier about the, about the failures of a lot of these projects and stuff like that, but just because a project can go bad necessarily, uh, going back and looking at them and thinking about the ideas that made those projects in the first place, like... What's to say you can't reuse some of those ideas in your newest content and build upon the things that you Definitely. started? Because chances are it could be a lot better nowadays with like actual talent and like actual skills behind that. Definitely. Maybe even going back and looking at your past could be potentially uh, a little bit of motivation and like ideas for the future. Let's well. plays in 2020 is okay. Exactly. That's not what I That's meant. That's exactly what you meant. Thanks, Aiden, for the. <laughs> now. Not what I said. Zach Plays is going to be a success. It's not. I am so happy right now. <laughs> not even remotely. <sighs> no, but but real shit. Like, a, a lot of times, if you're feeling like you don't have enough ideas or you don't know quite what to do, even with, like, YouTube channels, I've seen plenty of channels go back and look at their past videos that just had didn't even do good as far as views go and just redo them like remake those videos because you probably have a bigger audience now than you did then and turns out those videos are probably going to be better now than they were two three four five years ago and they're probably going to do better now so yeah especially with with us when we do a lot of similar things and similar ideas, uh, we end up revisiting a lot of concepts, whether it is like podcasts or let's play stuff or sit down video shit or like covering a topic potentially that we've already covered like six years ago because, hey, I really want to talk about this and I feel like I can add more to it visually and, uh, you know, actually like adding a bit of actual value and Definitely. stuff. I don't think it's a bad idea at all to like go back and like remake some of that catalog that like maybe didn't hit as well. See where it leads. Yeah. I think so. Dope. Well, cool. We've talked about all of our projects. I'm going to go to bed later and I'll be like, oh, shit, I forgot. I forgot this one and this one. And 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 you know what? It's fine. And this one. 
Because if we made a list and we talked about everything longer, it'd be a four-hour podcast. It would, and we promised it would not be a four-hour podcast. Well, I'm pretty happy with what we did. It is an anniversary episode, though. It's not a four-hour. Done with four-hour podcasts. I don't don't have the time in my day. The American people are tired of four-hour podcasts. They are. This is true. Thank you, Turns out... The UK is tired of it too. Anglo-Canadians and anybody else that watches this this podcast. Shout outs, shout out to you boys. Yes. Again, making it to episode 50, listening through episode Absolutely. 50. I'm sure some of this you probably already heard in other episodes. Hopefully some of it was new. Yeah. And hopefully some of the, the actionable advice is new. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty good and done on reminiscing. Hopefully... Next episode, next fifty or so, we can get back into the in the new, into the wild, into the exciting, into the trials and tribulations and other such things. Uh, get down into some meaty topics because the last couple episodes have been like 2019, 2020. What's next? Let's look back some yeah. more. Now, I, now I think I'm finally for real, for real, for real ready in March. <laughs> <laughs> or no, this will come out in April, April. actually. In April, 2020, to finally. Move forward on some talk new about stuff. new things. Yeah, so we don't have any ta- uh, We don't have any comments. So I take back everything I said good about our viewers. Damn, <laughs> bro! Y'all really did me Imagine. dirty. Imagine. Well, now they're gonna be some like for the episodes you do release after the fact, but that we don't have to look at yet. At the time of recording this, this we'll is see true. What, episode 40, forty-seven. Yeah. 47. So we're gonna have plenty of comments so. for the next couple episodes. So. It's all good. By the time this one's uploaded, hopefully there are. Yeah. But as of recording this, there isn't. Anything on the email? Nothing. Nothing, Nothing. on the email? I know, right? Like, what the frick? You would think there'd be something on the email, but alas, there is not. Nothing do be on the email. But I will say, um, Tom Nook do be letting me make another fishing rod right now. Oh. So, Okay. You know. That's good. And if you want to be a Tom Nook, you can support this podcast. Check out our sponsor like we mentioned below. Or leave some fucking topics, baby. We always actually We do have a list of things that we are going to get through. Uh, We've just been kind of hitting the easier ones. (laughs) But we have some harder ones on here. But still feel free to leave some. We are going to be doing some interviews and uh, potentially even some channel review stuff. Oh. So if you would like to be volunteering for that, let mm-hmm. us know. Because we don't want to just hop on some random dude's channel and clown on it without their permission. I mean, I do, but we don't feel like that would be right for this particular podcast. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. You hate yeah. to see it. On our, on our dark web YouTube podcast, though, you can check those Absolutely. out. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Or anti Zach and anti Aiden clown on every YouTuber. Anti Zach and anti Aiden. That's a good idea. We should we yeah. should make that a reality. It could be. It could be a reality. I'm still working on mac and cheese That's right now. Right. That mac and cheese sounds yeah. so epic, dude. Mac and cheese sounds good any kind of night. It do. No lie. Do. Slap. But anyways, I I'm good. Yeah. Uh, leave topics, leave comments for next time. Check out the sponsors, like and subscribe. Again, 
new format. No, it's kind of wild. I'm going to stop mentioning it now because we've done like a couple yeah. of these the last time. You, your week on YouTube and topics are separated. Still getting uploads every Sunday. Yeah. Hope y'all been appreciating that. But uh, we will see you guys next time, boyos. Uh, I've been Aiden. I've been Zach. We hope you enjoyed this episode of another YouTube podcast. So, like, the coaster that your mom has of your hand, do, does she have one of your feet, too? Because I bet you could sell that on eBay. Honestly?